Where am I sitting this at? Right mm, here. Yeah. Oh. There it is. Pop socket yet? No, not yet. I'm getting to it. Oh, cool. Hello. I forgot to tell you what we're doing. We're going to oh. record an opening segment, and then we're going to um, leave because we're going to do my four segments that I already recorded, and then we're going to come back after they're done. You just follow my lead. Okay, so uh, hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Oh, is this is, this isn't a test, huh? No, this isn't a test. We're uh, going. Welcome to Break Room Bullshit. I'm Gable. This I'm, is... I'm... Dave. I'm Dave. Dave. Yeah. Hey, Dave. I'm on this side. This is weird. I don't like it. Hi, Dave. Well, let's go. Come no, on. I'll stay here. Yeah. This is weird. I don't like it. Well, we are, you're reading my notes, so yeah. you're, you're sort of me for I'm the you night. today. It's hot. Um, it's pretty hot. Yeah. So you said I'm following your lead, so what the fuck are we doing? Let's talk. Oh, okay. Did you, did you go anywhere cool lately? It's funny you say that, because I happen to have <laughs> four pre-recorded segments of somewhere I went. Oh, I understand what's happening. Yeah, they're getting added. To so this. I just want to walk people to the, welcome people to the show here. Jeez, so welcome like to hit, the show. I don't think I hit my shin on anything, but it feels like I did. I know it's riveting information. You probably did. Uh, so is it going after this or what? Yeah. So basically, um, so th- this whole show is going to be a mix of my experience in New York, just a brief description of my my, my experience in New York. And then we're going to go into the G1 Supercard review. The G1 Super Climax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, well first, hey, uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go here and, and let you guys listen to my uh, four or five days, whatever it was, my uh, experiences in New York. And then after that, we'll be back to review the G1. All right, let's get on the plane and go to New York. Yeah. Alan Cole, bye-bye. Oh, hey. Uh, welcome. This is, uh, this is Dave. Coming to you from New Jersey, New York area. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, no Gable. There's no Gable. There's no Gable here right now. I am uh, at the Airbnb. And day one is complete. And I'm going to uh, <clears throat> go over day one here. Go ahead and uh, talk about everything that happened today. Probably probably like maybe 10 minutes. Not much. I'm fucking tired. So I'm going to go to fucking bed because there's a lot to do tomorrow. Got to get up nice and early, just like every day. Um, let's see. So, uh, well, first, uh, wait, what? Oh, yeah. So first, well, uh, well, first thing, we, I was a little, never even been to New York. Me and Tito are here and I've never even been to uh, New York before. So we were freaking out as to how we we're going to get anywhere. And we ended up figuring out how to use the uh, the bus and the subway transportation systems. So that was saved us a lot of money because we're quite Jewish, in fact. So, uh, but yeah, um, we ended up skipping out on the New Japan Matsuri show uh, convention, whatever it was. Uh, it's It was just really far out of the way. And it didn't even say anyone was going to be signing for meet and greet. So I was just like, whatever. It's just... We might go. I didn't even want to. We just figured we'd skip it. So, um, we uh, we went. To, we did the uh, we we did our pre-registration for WrestleCon today. Um, so we did that. Um, got a couple shirts from there. Uh, and and <laughs> and this is pretty cool. I was uh, I was going to take a piss on my way out of the bathroom. Uh, Zach Saber Jr. is standing there, and I guess he was trying to figure out how to get into the bathroom because there was some sort of weird like little button. And Tito's like, "You can just go on in." And I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, dude? He's like, hey, I shake his hand. I told him, I, I, I trust me, I washed my hand. He laughed. So 
that was a good time. So I got to see him for a sec. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then we saw Eric Bischoff and Buff Bagwell at the bar when we were sitting down there getting something to, Tito's getting something to eat. Didn't say anything to him or anything like that, but, uh, so it was cool. Um, so it was pretty sweet. I uh, got some uh, New York pizza for the first time. It was definitely good. Some good shit. But, uh, yeah, so, um, then we went to the first show we went to was MLW Fusion. So we went to that. It was uh, the MLW Fusion. It was the Rise of the Renegades. It was a TV taping. Um, apparently, they taped a couple matches for Battle Riot, which is tomorrow, which was very strange and confusing because that show is tomorrow. So I don't understand what that's all about. But um, we got there. We got to um, got in, and uh, there was a VIP meet and greet. Only people I really wanted to meet were. Um, Tom Lawler and MJF and possibly Jimmy Havoc. But uh, Tom Lawler was was included with the VIP meet and greet, which was pretty cool. So we got to meet him. He was really fucking nice, really funny, really cool. He was a cool dude. Very nice to everybody that he was meeting. Um, so that was cool. Um, and then the uh, no one else was really signing there that we wanted, which kind of sucked. We were hoping MJF would be there, so we're going to have to get him at WrestleCon. But, um, I mean, the show was the only issue I had with this whole show. I have one complaint. The fucking music was fucking deafening. It was ridiculous how fucking loud this music was, I swear. Like, there was one point they were playing, I think it was the Contra or something like that. These guys come out and their music's blasting forever. And for the rest of the show, every time someone's music would have, it just says, let their fucking music end, please. Like, their music would end and my ears would be ringing. I could barely hear anything. It was fucking awful. Oh, it was terrible. Um, but at the uh, beginning of the show, uh, some really hot shit came out and was throwing out free shirts and hats to everyone. And uh, Tito snagged a uh, um, a shirt. She threw. He caught it. So that was pretty cool. Um, it was it was a double XL, so it was too big for him and me. But he gave it to me because I guess he thinks I'm fat. So he gave me that. And then she threw more and I caught more. And I just... Threw them to the people behind me. So I was like, whatever. So that was pretty cool. So I got a free shirt out of it. Um, the But yeah, other than the, 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 the music was horrible. It made for somewhat of a shitty experience for, for the, from that aspect. But the actual show was really good. Um, There's a lot of, there's a lot of matches. It was, it was about um, all said and done. Four hours, 15 minutes maybe. The show was. And an intermission. <laughs> the intermission, the halfway point was about an hour into the four hour shifts. So that makes sense. But, um, yeah, it was a good show. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the things that, that happened that kind of stuck out. Um, it was cool. Cause we had front row right in the middle and there was a lot of fighting right in front of us, like outside the ring, like a lot. So it was really cool. We ended up getting really good seats. Um, uh, MJF was out there, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, there's a lot of the, there was a really crazy fucking move. It was, um, heart foundation versus dynasty. Um, Davy boy, they've done this move before. Um, it's like a doomsday Canadian destroyer, but Davy boy Smith had one of the dynasty guys on his shoulders and, uh, Teddy climbs at the top. There's a guy already sitting on the top rope. So he climbs up anyway and stands kind of on top of the guy on his shoulders and they do the Doomsday Canadian story from there. It was insane. It's one of the craziest fucking things I've ever seen. Absolutely nuts. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that happened. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of good matches, a lot of cool shit. 
Um, a couple, a few annoying people in the fucking crowd. That's for damn sure. Um, can't really think of much else that stood out. Um, one thing that did kind of stand out was there was a spot where um, Jimmy Havoc was staple gunning um, Tom Waller's head. And uh, after he does it, Tom Waller crawls under the ring. And like his top half of his body is under the ring for a while and he's moving around. I'm like, hey, Tito, I think he's blading under there. He's Tito's like, yeah, you're right. I bet he is. So he crawls back out, and he has blood all over his hands. I'm like, dude, he's bleeding a lot. And Tito looks under there and goes, dude, I think he's the. I think there's a blood packet under there. And I'm like, what? Look under. You can look under the ring. There's a package from a blood packet he used. And then it was pretty obvious that he was not really bleeding. <laughs> he was, he was fucking. He definitely used the blood packet and. uh he wasn't bleeding at all. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. I forgive it. It's understandable. It's, you don't want to bleed. You're, you know, whatever. At least you did it under the ring. At least you try to make it look real. That's fine. Um, but it was, but like, yeah, the entire show, it was a really good show. A lot of really good matches. Um, for the most part, almost all the matches were good. There were a few squash matches, but for the most part, it was a really good show. Um, yeah, so that was, that was pretty much all for today. We did the registration at WrestleCon. Uh, oh, yeah, we went to the Empire State Building, so that was cool. Uh, Tito tried to jump off. I had to stop him. He was, uh, he was, he was, that was awkward. But, uh, yes, yeah, so we had to go to the Empire State Building, which is pretty sweet. But, yeah, we did that. Um, went to Midtown Comics. Then eventually we, we just did our WrestleCon, um, reservations. Um, went to MLW, and that was pretty much it. So that's all for day one. Uh, we got a lot on our plate tomorrow. We got to go to the ROH Festival. And then, um, Got to quickly make our way to Black Label Pro. I don't, I don't know how that's going to work out. We're getting Okada's autograph at two, and Black Label Pro starts at three thirty, and it's like an hour away. So we'll have to f- let you guys know how that works out. And then we got Black Craft at midnight. So it's going to be a long fucking day tomorrow. We got to get up early the next day, of course. So, um, so yeah, so that's pretty much it. That's, that's for the most part everything went down today. So that will be all. Um, so yeah, I will uh, be back here probably in within two seconds. You're gonna hear me talking about tomorrow, but uh, for now, salute. Hello, hello everyone. It is day two. It is day two of WrestleMania weekend here in the New York, New Jersey area. Uh, yes, yeah, so let's go over. I'll just go over uh, some stuff that happened today. Uh, today started off with the. Ring of Honor Festival of Honor. That uh I started today around like ten. Uh so that was uh we, we got there. Um they opened it up and there was a lot of people it seemed when we first got there. We just instantly ran down to the meet and greet area um to get uh get in line for L I J. Um we figured they'd be pretty bad and that was definitely the longest line down there. It was really bad. So we're we're the way they did it was they had um they sold these like $700 VIPs where you got to cut the line for everyone. You got every single autograph. But um, basically what they did was they would let all the VIPs in. So like we would stand there in line and as every VIP walked up, they just cut in front. So like probably 45 minutes went by and on a single general mission person got LIJ because there was five of them and they were just taking, it was just taking them a long time. So, uh, Tito would wait in that line, and then I would run over, and I got Zack Saber Jr. Um, while we were waiting. So, uh, and then eventually they got the line moving. 
Um, and, and when it first started, I was just like, I was fucking worried. I was like, Jesus, we got to get all these people. Nothing. There's so many people here. No one's moving. But after like a good hour, hour and a half, um, everything started moving pretty well. And then there wasn't as many fans there as we thought. One of the security guys said there was no more than like a thousand people total, which isn't really a lot. So we did notice after, you know, everything got moving, it went really smooth and, um, uh, there wasn't really super long waits, with the exception of LIJ was only a pretty bad one. But yes, we got to meet LIJ, which was awesome. Um, Naito, Sonata, Evil, Shingo, and Bushi. So I got my picture taken with all of them, which was really cool. They, 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 it was kind of whenever we finally got to them, they had already signed the the eight x ten and gave it to us and just posed for the picture. So it was real fast, but it was real cool. Um, so got to meet LIJ, which was awesome. Uh, got to meet Will Osprey. He was really nice. Um, I went. I remember whenever I, I went up to him and he asked my name and everything. He said something. And I was like, "Dude, that it was so loud in there. I, was, I couldn't hear you." And he's like, "And then it, I guess he was like, oh, Dave is my grandfather's name.'" I was like, "Oh, cool." So he was he was nice, personable. Um, Zach Saber Jr. was really cool. Got to meet him. He was another one. He was really nice. Every everyone was really cool. He was really cool. Um, Let's see. Got to meet Flip. Flip was really cool. Um, went up to him and just started talking to him. And and uh, it was really funny. I was like, um, so I asked him something. I can't remember what I asked him. I was like, I want to ask you something else. But, I mean, you're probably not allowed to answer. He goes, no, what is it? What? What? And I was like, so we're going we gonna to see you in AEW anytime soon? You're going to end up going to AEW? And no lie, he probably went on for a good three to five minutes just talking to me while everyone's just waiting about all kinds of stuff. He was talking when he started talking about like, you know, wrestling, wrestling's really changed and everything. And you know, places you can go. And he goes, look, he goes, I'm gonna be honest with you. He goes, those are my friends. You know, if like, if I can wrestle with my friends, um, I could make make a bunch of money doing it. I have less dates. Of course I'm going to do it. I'm not going to bullshit you. Of course I'm going to do it. So he basically just told me he is going to go to AEW once his contract's up. But he also said apparently he told me that his contract's up mid-2020 and um, that uh, I guess every – because he's injured, every month he has off for an injury gets added to his contract. So – the longer he's out, the longer he has to stay. But it, it was up to the mid twenty twenty, and then I was also asking about his injury, and he went into detail on that too. He was telling me he goes because he was telling me everything that happened. You kind of everyone read it on the internet about how he he got injured, then he was wrestling again, and he woke up and um, his knee locked and he couldn't move. He was really worried. He said they went to the doctor. He said they did all kinds of stuff and they, they did scans and checked and everything. And I guess initially they thought it was like a tear um, or something really bad. But he said that they um, they just found out it's not something that bad. It's not as bad as he thought it would be. I guess it's just like a I don't know like a small tear or something that's meniscus. But he said he goes I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rush back again. You know I'm just gonna stay off of it and and take my time. He said because the best of the super juniors is a month away, so he wants to be good to go for that. So apparently it's it's not as bad as they thought. So he should be back really soon, which is really cool. But he was really nice. He was just talking forever. Really personable. Really cool dude. He was awesome. So meeting him was really cool. Um, Tito ended up meeting Roosh. I didn't meet Roosh. Uh, we both got to meet Dragon Lee, which was cool. Um, I met Mayu Iwatani. She's really hot, <laughs> of course, because she's Asian, so of course she's hot. So that was really cool. Um, and I got to meet Kelly Klein. She was also hot as usual. Uh, so it was cool to meet her. Um, and then, um, 
and then uh, Okada was at, it, Okada was at two. Um, so we got to meet Okada, which was awesome. Apparently, we found out though that I guess a bunch of the other New Japan guys they just announced that they were going to be signing at WrestleCon at one thirty. So they're only signing for an hour, so there's nothing we could really do because we were trying to get out of there as fast as we could to make it to the Black Label Pro Show, which was at three thirty, and Okada was signing at two. So we're kind of worried about that, but um, got to meet Okada. He was really nice. Uh, I had my All In hoodie on. He's like, "Oh, did you go to All In?" I'm like, "Yeah." I, uh, and he was like, I was like, you got to, you got to fight Marty there. You had a good match and he pointed over at Marty and he was really cool. So he was nice. All, all those guys were really cool. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, we ended up getting some merch, bought, uh, Gable, his, uh, t- his, his event t-shirt that he asked me to buy for him. I bought a hoodie, um, got some stuff there. So that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, it was, it was really cool. Like it wasn't as many people as I thought it would be. It wasn't super crowded. We got everything we wanted to get done. That's the key, getting everything done. We want to get done, so that was cool. We got all our stuff done there, and then, uh, and then we had a little bit of snafu. We uh, we we headed out of there, and and we're stopping back at the Airbnb to get the car. And on the way, Tito got super fucking sick in the car. Uh, he was puking and stuff whenever we uh, we got back here. So we ended up not going to the Black Label Pro Show because he wasn't. He was he was just really sick. He was, he was feeling like shit. He was puking, and so we ended up missing the Black Label Pro Show. <clears throat> and then, but we did go to the uh, the Black Craft show at like midnight. That was a very late show, but so we ended up going to that. We got there. Uh, we had the VIPs. It was like 150 bucks. Supposed to get a bunch of stuff with it. We get in there. Disorganized as fucked. It was so fucking disorganized. Disorganized as fuck. Like we get in there. Uh, we had front row, and they basically were saying, you know, there's not really any seats. Just If you have front row, just sit somewhere in the front row. We're like, whatever. No one really knows what's going on. It was a little annoying at first. But then the guy, I found someone, and he said we're supposed to get all our VIP stuff at the end of the show. So we're like, cool. So we just kind of sat down. The fucking ropes were chains when we got there. There's, like, hooks hanging off of them. There was a, a giant pane of glass in the corner they ended up taking out though because i asked the guy i was like why'd you take the glass out he goes that was the wrong, the wrong glass not good can't use it i was like okay there's a table in the so the first match was a um it was a devil's den match so it was like a weapons match with like uh, the ropes were chains um as soon as the show started it, it was fucking us we had we had front row i i took a bunch of video i'll probably put some of it on instagram but we were so fucking close. There was no guardrails or anything. So we're like right there. Um, but the first match was crazy. Did all kinds of crazy shit. And then after the first match, we got to watch them uh, take all the chain the chain out and uh, build, put put the ropes up and the turnbuckles and everything. So they got all that done. And then um, it was it was it ended up being a really fucking good show. Really good show. Um, Trying to think, uh, Teddy Hart ended up doing like a Canadian destroyer from like the top. Um, Pentagon was there. His match wasn't too long, but he wrestled like 50 million fucking times this weekend, so that's understandable. Um, Masato Tanaka had a match there. I can't believe that dude's even fucking alive. He was taking crazy bumps, all kinds of crazy shit. I mean, the show was great. Like, people were just, they, I mean, they were in the audience. They were, at one point, I have a video of this one guy was basically sitting in Tito's fucking chair. Uh, it, it was it was awesome. It was a great fucking show. Um, <clears throat> Johnny Blackcraft ended up uh, losing the title um, to uh, I can't remember who the guy. I think Matthew Justice. I think um, they had a battle royal at the end. It was it was a great show. And then um, we uh, 
we ended up whenever we were leaving, we got we got our fucking we got a chair, we got a free chair, we got a free shirt, um, and a free lanyard. So it was it was well worth the money. <clears throat> I like this show a lot. Um, I mean, depending on how the G, the G one's obviously going to be amazing, but this show was really fucking good. So any if there's another black craft show in our area, um, in Pittsburgh, I'm I'm definitely going to try to go to because it was a great fucking show. I had a lot of fun there. Um, got to see Soraya Knight, uh, Paige's mom was there, but this was a good time. So that was pretty much all for today. Um, oh, and then we got to, we got a, uh, Wendy's apparently are open until 3am here in Jersey. That's nuts, but whatever. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much it. Um, uh, there's a, there's a lot more for the black craft show. I might talk about it more with Gable whenever we, we chat, but, uh, it, <laughs> there was a guy that got crucifixed through like, he was just on the entrance crucifix for half the show. Definitely not a kid's show, that's for damn sure. Um, there, was a, there was a lot of blood, violence, there was a lot of crazy shit. But um, yeah, so that's pretty much it for day two. Um, so I'm going to go to sleep, get about eh, three hours of sleep maybe here, and then get up for WrestleCon. So uh, for today, goodbye and good night. All right, well, it's uh, day, well, what I'm doing here is this is day three and day four. Uh, Saturday and Sunday. I'm doing both here at once because um wasn't a whole lot total, I guess, both days. Um, I mean, the G1 was Saturday and uh, well, yesterday, and I'm not going to... I'm really going to talk about that because Gable and I are going to review that, so there's not really much to say about that right now. But um, uh, So Saturday... Well, before getting to Saturday, there's a couple things I forgot to mention were pretty cool. On um, Friday at the um, the ROH Festival of Honor... I think I might have forgot to mention that I met a couple extra people too, which was pretty cool. Uh, I don't remember. I don't even know her freaking name, but the um, the ring announcer chick at Ring of Honor, the the girl that always has super huge tits at all times, um, like super, super pushed out tits, uh, the hot chick. Yeah, I got to meet her. She was just kind of walking around, so that was pretty cool. So I got to meet her. Um, uh, she was just kind of in the area where they were doing the meet and greet. So I just got a picture with her. Uh, I got a picture with Todd. Todd Sinclair was walking around. So I got a picture with him as well. And then also uh, PJ Black was just kind of, I don't know, he was walking through there for something. And some people were, saw him were getting his picture. So I ran over and got his picture real quick. Um, so that was pretty sweet. So there's a few extra people I got to meet. Didn't even have to pay for them. So that was even better. But yeah, so on to Saturday. Um <laughs> Right, that's cool. Uh, so Saturday uh, was WrestleCon. Um, we just went the one day. So Saturday was WrestleCon, so that was pretty cool. Um, so uh, I got to meet. Uh, I met Jake the Snake there. Finally got my figure signed by him that I bought to get. I, I bought a figure to get him to sign at Night of the Superstars years ago. So I met him and finally got to get him to sign uh, a figure. Um, I got to get my picture taken with Trish. I didn't get another autograph from her because I already. Uh, okay. Just annoying is what that is. Um, so I, uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's coming through my phone going off, but I'm um, sorry about that. Uh, but I got my picture taken with Trish. Um, so that'll be uh, lots of jerk off material for a long time. So that was pretty sweet. I got my picture taken with her. Uh, I got to meet Francine, which was awesome. Got a picture with her, autograph her and everything. Cause I got to meet Francine. Um, I got to meet, uh, Selena Del De Rente. I don't even know her fucking name now. Selena De Rente. So, 
something. She's from MLW. Okay. She's hot. She's from MLW. Okay. Fine. That's enough. That's all. Yeah. Um, leave me alone. Uh, so I got to meet Tanaka, Masato Tanaka from ECW fame. That dude is still fucking going strong. Dude, he wrestled a fucking show at Blackcraft or a match at Blackcraft. Dude, his match was insane. I don't understand if this guy's not fucking dead. This guy is absolutely crazy. He takes crazy, crazy bumps, crazy fucking chair shot. It's nuts. Um, so yeah, I got to meet him there too. So it was pretty much all for WrestleCon. Um, it was cool. I got to meet the only, I didn't get to, we didn't get to meet MJF. We missed him and we missed best friends. Those are the only two that we missed that we wanted to get, but we got everyone else. Um, and Shawn Michaels, there's <laughs> a, there's a big one. I forgot to mention him. I got my picture. I got, got a picture with Shawn Michaels and I got him to sign, um, one of my figures. I actually was trying to get him to sign a figure, uh, a couple years ago, uh, but he was only signing a book at a book signing. So finally got my figure signed by him. I got to meet him. It was pretty cool. Um, I was waiting in the Shawn Michaels line, just educating other fans because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Because I'm such a convention pro, you know, telling people, you're not supposed to be here. You got to go here. You got to do, do this. His autograph's there. You got to get a ticket for this. You got to do that. I feel like I worked there. But, um, but yeah, so that was cool. I got to meet him. So it was a pretty cool convention. I enjoyed it. I liked it. Uh, it was pretty full. Um, none of the lines were really ridiculous. Um, Trisha's probably took the longest. Because, oh, and this is so fucking annoying. I cannot fucking stand when someone's signing autographs and another guest there or celebrity or whatever comes and just talks to him. Oh, my God. Okay, there was about 45 minutes where Trish didn't even sign because she had to run and get to her photo op and then she was just talking to people. So fucking annoying. I hate when they do. You can go fucking talk to them at fucking backstage or at fucking dinner. Not when I'm trying to get my fucking autograph and wasting my fucking time, okay? That's all I'm saying. Fucking show some, show some decency here. We, we're, you're not the only one we're waiting for, motherfucker. Waiting for a lot of fucking people. So fucking hurt, move it along, okay? Move it the fuck along here. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, so we got to meet we got to meet a bunch of people, so it was cool. And then we went to the G1, which was cool. Well, as I said, we'll discuss that. Um, got got a couple pictures of the outside of MSG with the uh, G1 Supercard on on it there, which was pretty cool. Um, so that was pretty sweet. And then. Let's go to uh, Sunday, the last day. Um, not a whole lot that day either. Um, we had to get up nice and early to get to the Bullet Club Block Party. That is correct, the Bullet Club Block Party. That was really cool. I thought it was really fun. Um, they got really far behind on their like the the cutting the promos with the with Tama and then the uh, the, the um, photo ops with everyone, which. The only photo, only autograph and photo I needed was Gato and uh, Giotto because the rest were included in my VIP. The VIPs that they did your your photo with everyone and the um, autographs with everyone right at the beginning, so we got that out of the way. But they got hours behind on their fucking the promos and the uh, the normal um, autographs and photos. So, but I mean, it's whatever. It was the first one they did. I mean, it was still fun. I didn't mind hanging hanging around everyone. While I was waiting for the uh, the, the uh, promo with Tama and the Gato and Jado photo op and an autograph, so I don't know. Everyone there was really cool. It was a really I, I thought it was a really cool environment. They had some Jimmy famous seafood buffet, which I will discuss here shortly. <laughs> that may have been uh, bad that we ate it, but um. So yeah, so uh, got got to get I got to get a picture with all of them together, which was cool. Apparently, they're gonna upload it 
by Wednesday so I can download that. Got my promo with Tomatonga. I'll get to download that as well eventually here. They said it might be it'll be a little bit later though after Wednesday. Um so that was cool. Got my I got to meet uh Gato and Jado. Um what I ended up doing was buying a uh, another Bullet Club shirt, just you know, just a standard normal Bullet Club shirt. And instead of having them sign a poster, I had all of them sign that shirt, including Gato and Jado, which was really cool. So now I got this Bullet Club shirt autographed by like I don't know, 13 guys. So I'm going to hang that up. So that's going to be really fucking cool. I like that. Um, and then actually, which is a really nice surprise, the fucking president of new Japan showed up. I think Harold may or something like that. He fucking showed up. He was just walking around the fucking block party, taking pictures with people and handing out stickers, which I thought was really fucking cool that he'd show up there. I mean, that's not exactly a huge fucking function. You know, it was really like a smaller thing from the show up. But I thought that was really fucking cool. He was walking around, just talking to people, getting autographs. That that was really cool. Or, or photos, I mean. That was really cool. So I got to meet him. That was pretty sweet. Um, so, yeah, the block party was overall a fun time. I, I really enjoyed it. Then we drove home. We, we decided to opt out on WrestleMania because, you know, fuck WrestleMania. I'd re- Apparently, we'd have been there till fucking 1230 in the morning, it looks like. So fuck that. We figured we'd just drive home instead. And the drive home, boy, oh boy, was that something else. So, we, as, as I said earlier before, we ended up missing um, the Black Label Pro because Tito was getting car sick, and uh, he ended up puking, and he was having trouble. So, he, he, he was getting car sick on, uh, on Friday, and a little bit more of it through, uh, you know, a couple more times. He didn't get car sick, but he, was, he wasn't feeling too good. So, so, Saturday, so Sunday, we're driving home. And he starts getting sick again in the car. We're like, oh, fuck. So he ends up, we end up having to pull over. He pukes like crazy. And whenever Tito is pulling over to puke, let me emphasize here. It's not like a little like, Bleh. it is like projectile. He is shooting a lot. There is a lot coming out when he's puking. So he puked a few, a couple times. I'm like, Jesus. So then I start feeling a little queer. I get up. Well, I get a migraine. I, Tito ends up taking over driving because I was, I was tired as fuck. I started... You know, my eyes couldn't keep my eyes open. So I was like, can you just drive for a while? I'm going to sit here. So Tito takes over the driving and I start getting a fucking migraine. I'm like, fuck, at least I got this migraine fucking on the way home. Not while I'm there or anything. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to, I, at least I got it then. So there's nothing going on. Just riding home. And as I'm getting, I get this migraine and my stomach's like feeling a little queasy. And it, sometimes I get migraines. My stomach feels a tiny bit queasy. Nothing bad at really at all. Just a little bit. I don't know if it's because I was driving or whatever, or we were in the car, but my stomach started getting real fucking queasy. And I'm not exaggerating. Tito, at least six times, probably six or seven times, we pulled over and Tito puked. Six or seven times on this fucking drive home, Tito fucking puked like crazy. And then for an hour at least, for a couple hours, I'm sitting there and I feel like I'm going to puke. And like... I haven't I haven't puked in forever. Okay, so I have like a little a bag with a fucking box in it and getting ready to puke. You know, and it's I'm like at this point it's been a couple hours. I just want to fucking puke because I feel like shit. Like maybe it'll make me feel better, you know. So, but I can't do it. I can't puke. I feel like I need to puke. I can't puke. A couple hours go by. Tito's fifth or sixth stop. He's finally like, dude, I gotta fucking pull over and puke. I'm like, okay. He stops the car. He's like, I gotta go puke. The moment he stops that car and says he has to puke, 
It comes up. I start fucking barfing right in this fucking box. I puked like crazy. Fucking open the car door. I'm holding the box in there. I'm puking in it. There was a lot of puke in this box. A lot. I fucking dumped it on the fucking road and then threw the box out there. I was like, fuck that. And I fucking puked like fucking crazy. Now, there goes my at least 15-year non-puke streak. I know people that are fucking just as old as it's been since I've puked. I went like 15 years without puking and it was fucking ruined. And I got to tell you what, Tito, Tito is certain it was that fucking Jimmy seafood buffet. I don't know. Maybe it was for me. I, I, I mean, I had a migraine. I don't know if it was because I had a migraine and, and I got nauseous because of that and I puked, but I've had hundreds of migraines. I've never puked once from a migraine. Maybe it's because I had a migraine and I was in the car the whole time. I don't know, but I'm a little skeptical. I feel like maybe Jimmy Seafood, famous seafood buffet at this at this party may have something to do with it. Maybe not. I don't know. Tito's pretty sure it does, and he puked a lot. So maybe for him, maybe not for me. Maybe I don't know. The food was definitely fucking delicious. I ate like fucking six or seven crab cakes. It was definitely really fucking good. And no one else seemed to have any issues with it, getting sick whenever I looked on Twitter. So I don't know. But no one else had any problems with it. I'm not saying anything bad about Jimmy's Seafood Buffet. I don't know if that's what did it. But um, it was delicious. But I definitely puked. And it fucking sucked. So the car ride home was fucking miserable. It was misery riding home. It was the worst car ride home I've ever had. But we eventually made it home. Thank fucking God. I slept like 13 or 14 hours after I got home last night. I was like, fuck this. So I slept a long time, but so that was the end of it. I mean, overall, we'll talk about the G1 fucking overall. I love the, the G1 was amazing. Um, I, all the other stuff on the trip, the cons, the wrestling shows, they were awesome. I love them. So overall it was an awesome trip. I fucking loved it. Had a great fucking time. Um, the driving in New York and New Jersey leaves much to be desired. Apparently the moment a light turns green within half a millisecond Everyone must honk their horn to go, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I remember was telling Tito when we got into New York, though. We're walking around the city. I'm looking around I'm like, dude, I don't know what the big deal is. It's just like looks like Pittsburgh, but more people. It's just a fucking city like any other city. I don't get it. It's a fucking city, whatever. But um, it was awesome. I had a great time in New York City. And uh, <laughs> yesterday, um, Gable and I probably, I'm sure Gable and I will talk about this, but yesterday Tito and I made the decision we are going to the G1 fucking climax opening night in Dallas, Texas, baby. Not only are we going, we just got our tickets. And guess where we're sitting, baby? Floor 17, right on the side of the ring. Normally, it's the hard camera section. 15, 16 seat, row A, baby. First fucking row, seats 15 and 16 on hard camera for the G1 climax. It's going to be awesome. Wasn't I got, we ended up forking over about 600 bucks each for the tickets on StubHub. I got to tell you, I was expecting to pay a lot more. I saw that price. I snatched that fucking shit up. Damn right I did. So, so that's, I'm super fucking pumped. We are so fucking pumped. I mean, we got to meet Okada, LIJ, Osprey, Zack Sabre Jr. So we want to meet the rest of the guys. We're hoping rest of, a lot of them will be signing. We still want to meet Suzuki, Ishii, Tanahashi. We're hoping a whole bunch of those guys will be signing at the G1 Climax. So so we're going to be there, man. We're going to be fucking first row, baby, at the uh, G1 Climax in, in uh, July. I already bought our tickets. Um, 
So that's going to be awesome. But uh, that's it for the weekend. That's it for my weekend in New York. Um, so uh, this is going to be in the episode here. We're going to probably, uh, well, there already be an introduction. We'll go over this and then we'll go right into the G1 review. That's probably what we're going to do. So we will be, uh, I will talk to you momentarily with the G1 Supercard review. Peace. All right. And we're back. I'm back from New York. I'm back. You made it. I was in New York and now I'm not. For, for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, dude, I was about to go in our fucking intro and be like, hey, welcome to Rick and You dumb son of a bitch. We're already here. Why is the, your phone color so weird like a poop brown? Okay, yeah, my eyes get used to it. Here, I can fix this. Like a poop brown or something. What it does is it turns the blue light off in your in your back screen so that like your eyes like that's the that's what makes your eyes get all twitchy whenever you're falling asleep. Should I hit delete? I I wouldn't delete it. What's going on right now? All right, I figured it out by myself. I figured it out all by myself. You did it. You silly little bitch. I am. I'm silly. You know what we're going to do? We're going to talk about wrestling. The G1 fucking Supercard. Yeah, this was from April 6th, probably. Probably April 6th is G1 Supercard. This is that big Ring of Honor uh, New Japan show I've heard so much about. I think that's what this is, right? Yeah, well, mainly New Japan, because Ring of Honor seemed to not be there from what I hear. Yeah, apparently they, they were terrible and they didn't matter. Dude, I, I can't, like, I was listening to, not, Alvarez was on the show, but, um... Who's the other guy who Belt, does it? Mike, no, the Oh, Mike Sepervini. Mike Sepervini. Sepervini. And he was talking about, he he was, I mean, he was just saying all the same shit. Like, he was like, like, ROH didn't bring their A game. And then he talked about how, like. Was it him by himself? Yeah. I didn't listen to that episode. Yeah, I, I figured you only listen to Alvarez ones. I, yeah. I can see why Alvarez, he's just, he's fun to listen to. He's very fun to listen he's fun to. fun to listen to. He's very fun. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the general gist I, I, I've been getting from online fan reactions and even from listening to podcast people like that is, is that. ROH didn't bring their A game. New Japan hit it out of the fucking park. Um, something that Mike Mike Sepervini was bringing up was that they they should have given Marty Scurll the belt because it would have made the fans happy. I'm like, I mean, but I mean, didn't, Matt, isn't that what the main event did? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he, he even agreed that like it makes sense that Taven got it because there's a storyline building up to it. Therefore, when he won it, it made sense. But you were trying to make the fans happy, and you should have given it to him. I'm like, I got a really fucking good match. I like Taven. I think Taven's over as a heel. He made, they made me happy. I mean, I was happy. I was very happy. I, I wanted the win. I wasn't expecting it to happen. I was expecting them to put the belt on Marty Scurll. Yeah. It just seemed like something that they, they would have him do. I mean, they, they the dude hasn't had a, a, a main ROH title reign. I think, he, I think he underestimated how much fans in that building like did want Taven to win. Yeah. Like, the, I mean, like, fans really liked that he won because, like, it was because he put on such a good fucking match. And he, and he, uh, in, in their eyes, he earned it from that match. Well, fans in that building aside, like, fans at home, like, I mean, you're, you're going to enjoy a show a lot more when you're live anyway. But, yeah. Fans at home, I, like, even me sitting at home watching this, I enjoy that match. I, I thought that there was a lot of cool ladder shit that I've never seen before. I mean, I haven't been watching very long, but I mean, how many times have you have you seen a, a an X ladder or whatever the fuck happened there? I mean, I've never seen that. Okay, I've never seen that once ever. Yeah, I, my point made. I, that was, was really. A, I, I was surprised no one had thought of that when I watched them. I was like, that's that's pretty cool. I'm surprised no one's done that. Just because 
the person that you wanted to win didn't win doesn't mean the match wasn't fucking fantastic. Agreed. The only fucking match that... I, I mean, we'll go into this as we go on, but... But the only match that I can see someone complaining about is the what Lifeblood versus Bully Ray Street Brawl or whatever the the fuck that was. Yeah. I mean, was is Flip even in Lifeblood? I don't. I don't know. I don't think. No, no. I mean, I it wasn't. Mark supposed, it wasn't supposed to be like Lifeblood versus him. So the, I think commentators said something about like, oh, are they, are they joining Lifeblood now? I, I, I could be fictionalizing this. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't hear the commentators. So, I, don't know. I mean, wouldn't it make sense if if you're gonna have Juice get jumped that you have a Lifeblood moment? Like, why not replace Flip with? Um, you mean Juice? Like replace him with someone else from no, Lifeblood? No, replace Flip. With someone from Lifeblood, like that uh, hot sauce or whatever. Or replace Juice. Flip replaced Juice. No, Flip did replace... Flip was there. Flip was part of this match. So how would you replace Flip? He's the one replacing someone. In the match. I'm talking about in the match. Well, don't put him in it. You Don't put Flip in the match. Put someone else from Lifeblood in it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you replace Juice with someone else from Lifeblood. Whenever (laughs) Juice couldn't be in the match. Replace him with, like, Haskins. No, I'm talking about replacing Flip in the match. Don't have Flip come out. Have other people from Lifeblood come out because their teammate was attacked. Yeah. This is semantics right now is what this is. This is very much semantics. I'm just saying replace Juice because he got taken out of it. If someone's taken out of it, replace him with someone. He came out anyway. There was nothing (laughs) wrong with him anyway, but... Yeah, there really wasn't. That, that, that was, I don't know, that, that whole storyline was a bit fugazi, and that's that's why I can I can see people complaining with that match. But the rest of the match is like, I, I didn't have an issue with the Women's of Honor match. Yeah, we'll, we'll get let's, let's go over I'm, every match here. I'm, I'm, tan- I'm going off here. Yeah. Uh, well, for the first match that I don't remember what it was really, because I, I didn't take notes, was a, uh, it was a six, six women's tag match. It was a dark match. Uh, which Gable didn't see. I believe Sumi Sakai was in it. Did you tell them that we're doing my notes? Oh, no. That you're you're reading my notes? Yeah, well, obviously I don't have notes because I was there and I didn't sit there and take notes. So I'm reading Gable's notes. So this will be interesting. This should be very, very interesting. So Good luck. Yeah. So, uh, as I said, the first match was, uh, I think it was Sumi Sakai and maybe Jenny Rose and someone else versus some people. I don't know. So they had a match, and then someone won. So then we have our uh, the matches that we know because there's notes here for them. We have the Honor Rumble. The Honor Rumble. Yeah. Uh, Suzuki had an early entrance so his full song could play, which makes sense. Dude, when I was here live, that place went fucking nuts when Suzuki came out. Yeah, it yeah. was insane. I even told you. I even texted you. I was like, I don't care how gay it seems. Like, Whenever they like, it got to the part where the whole crowd sings that part of his music. It, it gave me a chill. Yeah, it was so cool. Like seeing, I, it. I, I like I, from see, from seeing them do it on New Japan shows. It looks like the crowd, like it's something the crowd always gets really into. I'm I, I don't want to say surprised, but I didn't think it would be as big of a deal at in the, at a U.S. show. I didn't think everyone. Maybe not everyone would be able to sing along with it, but it. You know, I was kind of curious, like, like as soon as his music started, I was like, I wonder if people are going to be able to sing along with it. I was really curious, but they definitely did. Yeah. Um, Gable loved neither King or Suzuki carrying when Cheeseburger came in. I loved. He did, he he loved that uh, King and Suzuki or Suzuki. Um, they didn't <laughs> they didn't care when Cheeseburger came in. 
I love that neither King nor yeah nor Suzuki yeah. cared. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah whenever what, what, dude, there was a point where I stopped like taking as many notes during this because I'm just like if I noted every single thing in this yeah. match, it would be half the fucking show. Uh, Rapungi 3K and the Lij Juniors enter early because I feel like they wanted to have them in a match but couldn't because of time restraints. So they were in the match. Yeah, I I definitely feel like there there were a little there were a bunch of matches that obviously were going to get cut for time restraints. Uh, uh, what, Rapungi 3K and Lij going up against each other could have been a good match in this yeah. on this card, but that that seemed um, that obviously got would have gotten cut. Yeah, you couldn't and, fit uh, everything. But you you throw them out at the beginning of the rumble, and you can you can have some moments there. Yeah, bad luck comes in, and eliminations really start coming. I remember whenever um I was sitting there talking to Tito, I was like, I wonder who the big guy is going to be because they're they're <laughs> really putting a lot of people in here. They're building it up. I was like, someone big's going to come in and just start throwing tons of guys out. And then I was even like, dude, bad luck Fale, and he was like, oh yeah, good good call. And Bad Luck finally came. I mean, he came out, but he didn't like go nuts. Yeah. I mean, I was going to come in and just start throwing people out like <laughs> crazy, but he, he definitely he didn't. But he did start like throwing people out like after a little while. He did so. kind of kick off yeah. the the, the uh, multiple eliminations. Yeah, Jushin got a huge pop when he came out um, after announcing his final year of wrestling is 2019. Uh, so so um, Yano's music hits, and he runs over to the announcers table and has Colt take his place. Um, Dude, I didn't know this shit fucking happened until after, like, I, I, I had to, um, I had to, because I was out at my, my family's dinner, we were celebrating grandma's birthday, and I'm watching fucking the, 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 the rumble on my phone under the table and shit. <laughs> really? So I look back down and I see Colts in there, I'm like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah, you were confused. Yeah. I had to go back and look up on, uh, some, uh, what are those called? Recaps online. Good old recaps. Um, Muda showing up uh, was a really cool surprise. He got a huge pop. That was really awesome. Um, Gable didn't get a chance to watch the Liger Muda match, but he did watch some night. other Muda stuff. Oh yeah, at night. Yeah, I, I didn't know you'd be reading this. It was gonna remind me of that match, uh, the, dude. Fucking, there's this match, this fucking landmine match. That I, I was texting you about. It was insane. So imagine the ring. Like, take off the ropes. Now, on only two of them, like, two opposing sides, there's fucking barbed wires there. Every time someone gets thrown into barbed wires, there's there's pyros that go off. <laughs> um, if someone lands off the side, there's bushes of fucking barbed wire that have landmines in them that where fucking more pyro goes off. And you get, like, ash covering you. You look like, like Daffy Duck got his face <laughs> blown off. <laughs> Dude, it, it it was an insane match, and the one dude had like a mini scythe that he was jamming into the other dude's head, and they take turns doing that to each other. It was yeah. nuts. Yeah, that sounds uh, that sounds scary. Remember you were telling me about that? They they shoved a bunch of uh, wooden things in someone's head or something. That thing you were watching? Oh, that was on. What was that the on? Joey Janela. Yeah, wasn't that from that? Was that one on the Joey Janela one? No, that that was the. I mean that happened on there too, but the that was on I think the Joey Joey Ryan one. Oh really, dude? Well, the that um, black yes. that black craft show I went to, they pretty much did the same thing. Like, but it was some they had a bunch of metal something. I don't know what they were, mm. but they had like six or seven metal things just shoved them in the guys for their hand. I was like, dude, this is fucked up. It's crazy. It's fucked up shit. So anyway, uh, so Kenny King hides out. Uh, at some point, he just I guess goes under the bottom rope and hides for a while. 
And then he runs in at the end and steals the victory, and he wins the Honor Rumble, which I believe they said they get like a title shot, I think, right? Are you sure that wasn't Michael Che or Colin Jost or whatever from SNL? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not to mention they did it in both fucking Battle Royals that night, but whatever. <laughs> they did the same thing in the women's one. Carmella fucking was outside you, and ran at the very end. I'm over Battle Royals. I'm over fucking uh, Royal oh wait, Royal Rumble dude, type I, things. No, I love them, as long as they're not retarded. It, I mean, dude, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, it, the end of this one was stupid. I didn't like the fact that Kenny King was hiding and ran in. That's well, so dumb. You know how I feel about this fucking, like, multi-men matches. Like, the, we'll talk about it later how I just... I, it's it's a lot harder for me to get into these matches when there's, like, four different tag teams running around, and, and I'm, I, I don't know. Well, I don't understand why they can't just simply make a rule where you can't just go underneath the bottom... Okay, why do they simply have a rule where in a Royal Rumble or a Battle Royal, if you go under the bottom rope, you have a 10 count to get back in? Dude, I think it's dumb if they go out of the ring. I, that, that's, well, I that's get going out of the ring because it could happen. Okay, maybe, like, someone throws you out the bottom. Fine, it's not your fault. Someone throws you at the top, then you lose, too. Yeah, I, but I, I'm I, saying, I, like, why, why can't they just have a 10 count? I just want the floor to eliminate people. <laughs> the floor... All right, so next up we have Osprey versus Cobb. This is a title versus title match. Wait, did, did you say the winner on that, or did we move on? Yeah, so that was Oh, Kenny yeah, you King. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Osprey, who is the, um, what is he? Open weight? Yeah, he's the never open weight champion versus Cobb, who's the television champion for Ring of Honor. So a title versus title match. Um, you felt like Cobb was going to win because he crosses between the two companies more often. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I think I was telling you. Yeah, uh, there's my stutter going into play. We can listen to that all night. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Cobb goes. Cobb's done New Japan tours a lot more often than I've seen uh, Osprey do, yeah, that's true. do any Ring of Honor TV that's or true. any Ring of Honor tours. So that's all I have to say. There. That makes sense. That's logical. Uh, Matt starts off in a rush. Tons of a real moves as expected, and this match lived up to the hype. What's a real mean? Uh, that's how you spelled Ariel. A <laughs> I was hoping autocorrect would do it for me. <laughs> Tons of A-reel moves. There was definitely a lot of A-reel moves in this. Um, <laughs> Oscutter attempt, Oscutter and pin, but Cobb kicks kicks out. This really had him. Um, Island tours. <laughs> I think I phrased it weird. Tour of the islands, back to back for the win. What I what I put Island tours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't know you'd be reading this. It was, yeah. was just supposed to be a reminder yeah. for me, sir. Yeah, tour of the islands back to back for the win. Um, I, I I don't know that I'm gonna remember like a lot of like specific things in a lot of the matches because my memories are shitty. It, but I, I do remember really enjoying this match. That's for sure. Yeah, I thought it was a really good um, singles match to start off the show because I I'm not counting the. Uh, yeah. Well, that was Rumble. also the pre-show, so. Um, this is the pre-show too? No, that was the pre-show, the Honor Rumble. So oh, it doesn't okay. even really count at all anyway. Okay. Um, all right, next up we have Dalton Castle versus Roosh. Um, okay, this match was over in seconds. Dalton got squashed. Okay, and then Dalton turns on the boys. Okay, so let me just I have some things to say. People now, are, I think that what? I was going to say, people are, were already complaining about this match as soon as they saw it on the card. Yeah, I think anyone that's complaining can shut the fuck up. <laughs> Okay, like, there's two reasons this match was perfect. This was perfectly booked for the show, and it was perfectly booked for the storyline of Dalton Castle. It's perfectly booked for the show because this is a fucking... Uh, it was supposed to be a four-hour show. You have fucking ten, like, nine or ten fucking matches, okay? You don't have a lot of room here. 
So it made perfect sense to have a match that was over like that because it saves time for all the other matches. And if you are going to do it to a match like that, then you should do it to a match like that where you're doing it for a reason for the story. And going into this, Dalton Castle was talking about, he kept saying for weeks how, oh, you know, he's challenging Roosh at Madison Square Garden. This is what he needs to get back to his winning ways. He's been in a slump as of late. Nothing's been going his way. And this is going to be the thing that's going to, it's going to bring him back up top and, and give him the win and what he needs. And so what does he do? He instantly loses, which is just what we need to push him over the edge and turn him heel. It was so well done from a booking from a booking perspective that I don't understand why anyone have a problem with this. Only reason I have a problem is because they just want to fucking reason the bitch. Now, like not every fucking match has to be fucking thirty minutes long and has to be amazing. It can be a fucking short match. Now I'm not of the opinion of this here, but let me let me let me take the other side of the field for a second. Uh, what what you about you take it and I'll squash it like this all match? Right, go right. on. Uh, what about the fact that they 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 did a what some might call a, a joke of a match because it's not really a match on a on a big show. Why why not? I mean, I I guess you with what they're they're telling. I mean, yeah, with what they're telling, it had to be on a big show because that that's what fucking, that's the whole point of the story. That's the whole point yeah. of the story. Not to mention, like, I mean, you probably didn't mean it that way, but like, I don't consider this match a joke. Yeah, like, I, I'm, I was trying to. Yeah, like here, here. here's the thing, like a, a not match. Like match. like why can't a wrestler? Like get the jump on another wrestler and beat him like that. Yeah, it's, it's realistic. Yeah, like that's the thing. It like, has to happen from time to time. No one said when Ronda Rousey knocked out that chicken ten seconds. Yeah, that, that wasn't real. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's like why? Why? Like it's it, it's not realistic that it happened. Like there's nothing wrong with it. Like I don't understand like what there is to complain about with it. Like they didn't. It's not like they just had a match set up. And they just did it, and there was no reason for it. This was specifically done for Dalton Castle's story to turn him heel, to push him over the edge. Now, like, there was a specific reason for did, it. Did the winner of this get anything? Uh, no, they got the turn on the boys. That might raise a flag for oh, me. Wait, no, the winner. That, wait, might ra- that might raise a flag. That why why would Ring of Honor even bother putting this match on if if, if there's no? Well, there- well, there doesn't have to always be a title on the line or something. Yeah, I, I, I know. I mean, half I the cards don't have something on the line. Usually, they're just matches. I'm just trying to like, I don't know, like, without the storyline going into it, be like, oh, cool, Dalton Castle versus Ru- uh, Rouge. All right. I don't know. I, I just, I, I, trying to excite myself for it doesn't sound very exciting. Hmm. You're weird though. Yeah. Dude, if you have two wrestlers go and have a match and they have a great match, I'm like, cool. I don't like need something to be on the line for it to be a great match. I, I'm not saying it has to. I'm just, I don't know. It just, it just felt like something. Some, some sort of importance was missing here. Uh, I felt, uh, Gable here felt the emotion. Castle he uh, when he turned on the boys like it was necessary evil. Dude, reminded him of when he had his killer, face. killer kid. Killer kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. 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 All um, right. So yeah, what? Yeah, dude, the the, the close up on his face and his face just like like as he's like taking those deep breaths and like just like the, this look of distress. It was funny because to do it. as soon as he lost and he and he and he stands up and Rush leaves, I was just like, "You're fucked, boys. You guys are so fucked." <laughs> I was like waiting for him just to beat the shit out of him. All right. Next up, we have Kelly Klein versus Mayu Watani for the Ring of Honor, uh, well, the Women's of Honor Championship. Um, good back and forth throughout the match. 
Um, uh, Kelly does a spin with Mayu on, on top of her shoulders and finishes with the K-Power. Uh, Klein is super emotional after and deserves to be. Uh, one of the best women's matches Gable has ever watched. Really easy to swallow. If only Kelly Klein would swallow. <laughs> uh, after the, uh, after the match, they had uh, the beautiful people came out, and I believe they're called the Allure. Yeah. They gave them a new name. Yeah, this this is something I wasn't really like. I I, I didn't know what the fuck was happening. I was I, like, is this another promotion? Are these people who are on Ring of Honor now? I have it's just a I, debut. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I I didn't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I didn't have commentators, Gable, and I figured out it was just a debut. Come on now. How dare you? They they debuted three people at once. I I, I don't know. It's I a thought, big show, man. I thought it was some cross promotion shit. They debuted two. Well they, they made a they, they debuted a a faction, I guess, because they had what's her name come down, right? Who is it that came down and helped them? Because uh, the third chick came down like she was gonna save uh Kelly and ended up turning on her, which which was very obvious and I saw it coming. I don't know. Can't remember who the hell it was. It's supposed to be someone I know. Yeah, I, it was someone from. It was a Ring of Honor chick. Uh, it wasn't Madison Rain, was it? I want to. I, I want to say it was, but no, no, because apparently it was her idea to bring them in. I heard about Madison that. Rain. Yeah, I know Madison Rain worked closely with them, or if not, was part of them. Yeah, she was part of that faction in okay. TNA. I want to say like Jenny Rose, maybe. I don't remember. I don't know shit. Yeah, but all I know is another Ring of Honor chick came down and like joined their group. We were, lure. We were still out for, out to dinner at this part. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Bully. Uh, Bully. Uh, si- what? Bully, Silas. And, oh, sorry. This Taylor. is like a six man tag match, right? Yeah, it, it turned into a six man tag match. Oh, Shane Taylor, I hate him. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, because uh, Juice Juice ended up getting jumped backstage, so uh, they didn't know who was gonna come out. So then Flip ended up coming out, um, and then uh, eventually, uh, what Silas and uh, you have this right here. Juice was attacked earlier and couldn't wrestle her. <laughs> couldn't wrestle her. Flip comes out to stop Bully from beating up that guy. Although I'm sure Dave would have been okay with it. Wait, who is he beating up? Uh, read the sentence again. A flip comes out to stop Bully from beating up that guy, although beating I'm sure that Dave guy. would have been okay with it. Who is he going to beat up? Mm. Was it was it Juice? It has to be Juice. It may be. Mm. Yeah, I don't like Juice. Okay. Uh, Bully gets help, then Juice rolls out with a cart full of props. No, I guess it wasn't Juice. Yeah, I mean, he came out later. I it don't has know. to be a guy that you don't like. I mean, I would assume, yeah, that's why you said that. You don't, you, I'm not racist, right? It wasn't just some random black guy. Was it? <laughs> I have nothing against the... I'm trying to think. <laughs> Do you hear something funny? Uh, the one girl at work today was talking to me, and she, we were talking about traveling, and she was like, you should travel to Asia. And I started laughing. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You <laughs> they, kidding me? They would be in jail so quick. I was like, you know, I was like, the one place I want to go more than anywhere else is Japan. I want to go so bad. <laughs> and she was like, I've been there. And it turned out she just was at an airport. And I was like, that doesn't fucking count. Yeah, airport in Japan. <laughs> it doesn't There's count at all. Layover. Yeah. Um, there's a cane spot where everyone had fucking sticks in the ring. Um, Flip takes a nasty table spot from Bully from the top rope to the outside. Juice hits Taylor. I think it was with a cannonball into the pallet. Uh, Juice does a spine buster. Flip hits the 450. And then one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I liked every match on this show, so I'm not going to sit here and be like, that match was good. I I enjoyed every match, some more than others. The ones that I I thought were the best, I'll uh, 
point out. After this one, I was just like, eh, what's the next one? Yeah. Is it, is it, okay, so after this one is when the, wait, do you want to take a save break? It's been 23 minutes. Yeah, we'll do it after this next one. I'm going to take my hoodie off. I'm fucking hot. That's fucked up. All right, next up, we have a triple threat match for the uh, the uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Oh, this shit was good. Yeah. So much in this match, it was hard to keep up with. Uh, Dragonleaf. <clears throat> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Dragonleaf. When, when I say hard to keep up with, I mean, like, it was quick paced and it, it was. It moved quickly. I just thought, man, I just thought you just meant you couldn't keep putting notes down for it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Dragonleaf finished with a Hurricane Rana and a knee to the head of Bandito and a weird powerbomb to win. Did not expect this result. I was also surprised. Yeah, I didn't think Dragon Lee was getting belts today. Every belt changed on this show. Yeah. Yeah. How about that shit? Yeah. No one, no one retained the belt. No. That's that's fucked up, dude. That's fucked up. All right, so uh, yeah, we're gonna take a pause break here. We're gonna pause for the cause (laughs) because of all the porn. Yeah. All the porn you watch. What are you looking up? The two shirts, you need to tell me which one to get. Two sweets? You really fucked up 25 items, only $50. I don't want that. What does that mean? I don't know what any of that means. Where's my, uh, I click on this. Click on what? My account. I'll just... Dude, my shirt shipped already. Isn't that quick? What shirt? The wrestling? The WWE one? Well, that one shipped like the, the, the next day. But the Pro, Pro Tees one, it said two to ten days. Like how you're looking right at it and you can't call it Pro Wrestling Tees as you read it. <laughs> the Pro Tees one? <laughs> Where's my list? My wish list. I think I have them both added on here. This is riveting. They're really enjoying this. I didn't tell you to start it. Oh, cool. Neither of them are there. All right, cool. <laughs> you suck. Yeah, we'll fuck this uh, up. Right you suck. Oh, you need my notes. You need my invisible notes. Invisible notes are on the way, man. All right, man. Okay, man. Sail away, man. All right, next up we have the Tag Team Fatal 4-Way. This is a title versus title match. The IWGP Tag Titles versus the Ring of Honor Tag Titles. I believe what the GOD was the is the IWG champs and and uh, PCO and uh, and, uh, and Brody King came yes. in the Ring of Honor one. So PCO had a pretty cool entrance. It was it was definitely really cool. Um, it would definitely would have been cooler though if the lights would have came on and he was already sitting there strapped yeah. in. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Whenever it happened, I'm like, was he supposed to be up there already? Yeah. Like, or maybe he's under the blanket or something. I don't know. I kept like looking to see what you guys were seeing because like as I was because you can see him the whole time. But when you look at like the actual TV, it seems darker than it is, because like the that big giant ass fucking like screen thing was right above the ring, so yeah. I would just keep looking at it and then looking over there. But yeah, he definitely was not there. Yeah. Um. Uh. So okay. So yeah, I had I put a note about this specifically. Like after all this time, PCO finally hit that fucking flip off the <laughs> rope onto the apron. It was so he great. He finally hit it. He did it. And you know what his reward was for hitting that? Being fucking murdered by getting powerbombed to the outside under the fucking floor. Like a double powerbomb, Dude, yeah, when they both powerbombed him, and I was like, there was no table out there. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Straight on the floor. That was fucking ridiculous, man. The next day we saw, uh, what's it, Valstro or Valstro? Destro. 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 Yeah, whenever he murdered him. Or whenever he was like... He, the PCO is like, I need to see a chiropractor, and and, and Destro is just like, is it working still? Yeah, you're good. 
Are you sure? Yeah, keep talking. And Destro is just, just like, you don't need a chiropractor. You got Destro. And Destro is starting to put, like, cinder blocks on his back and then smashing <laughs> it with a hammer on his back. Yeah, and like, really I'm like, oh, cool. That has to be great for your back. Well, apparently, he's had, like, he has videos online all the time that are really funny. I really? guess his Twitter's a good follow. I, I, need, to, I need to get on that shit yeah. immediately. Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, PCO got murdered by G.O.D., uh, Kane, Thomas Gunstun, and Loa Powerbomb from the top rope wins. G.O.D. wins, so they are the Ring of Honor and IWGP Tag Team Champions. So, so how how does the belt go back then? The Young Bucks come back. That's what it is. <laughs> the Young Bucks do uh, I'm sure that they will lose the titles at the War of the Worlds Tour. Okay. That would be my guess. Um, okay, so after this match... Tito had to, I don't know, something was going on with Tito. I think he was, like, hot or something, or his, his butthole. I don't know, something about his butthole or he was hot. So he had to leave to go do something. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so he's gone. And then, like, I didn't really catch the beginning of it because everyone's kind of standing, and I hear this commotion. And I hear someone saying that, like, someone jumped the rail or something. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So I'm watching. Tito missed this? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, he was pissed when he got <laughs> oh back. Oh, my God. So... I'm watching it and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then I hear like, I guess bully. I saw bully was beating up someone. One of the Briscoes was beating up someone and everyone else, all other like fucking eight guys are just standing there doing nothing. Just kind of just watching and not doing anything like looking awkward. So it turns out it's Enzo and Cass. So apparently Enzo and Cass jumped the guardrail and, uh, bully bully came down and started beating him up and all this. And I guess they were throwing some stiff hits and whatnot, but so whenever they're starting to leave, I, go, I get my phone on I, and I go to record it because I was like, we were six rows back and we were right in the area where it was. And when they went over the guardrail, because you saw the video yeah, after you can actually see it. Are you talking about the video that's uh, on the uh, at Break Room BS Instagram? Yeah, the Instagram, the exclusive one where no one else has any other footage of this but us. <laughs> we're the only ones. Yeah, we're the only ones. So, um... So uh, they, they go over the guardrail, and they literally walked right past me. It was so close. I recorded them leaving, and Tito comes out. He's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> he didn't even know what the fuck happened. He's all fucking pissed off. But Tito's actually on someone else's video online of it, if there was really? someone else that had video of it, yeah, um, that, that was going around. But So here's the thing. So don't get me wrong. I think Enzo's a douche, and everything I hear about him in real life is he's a fucking douche, and no one fucking likes him. Mm. So I, I'm not like I could care one way or the other if they get signed by ROH. But here's the thing: like they did an amazing job of making this seem like it was a shoot yeah. and making it seem like it was not a work. Like so, the fact that all the, like most of the guys kind of just stand there, like the wrestlers, like they don't know what to do. Like, they're not supposed to do anything. They just stand there. Bully comes running down for some reason. Um, the the main thing is, uh, the whole time this is happening, I'm watching the monitor above the ring, and they're not showing it. The whole time this happened, they were showing Ian Rickaboner and fucking the commentators talking. Yeah. So they didn't show any of this on TV, and I'm like, why the fuck aren't they showing this if this was if this is like, if, if this is a... I guess the only thing that really happened on TV was that, like, when they're, like, shooting the commentary, they, like... I think Colt or someone turned around and it was just like, oh, something's going on back there or something. Yeah. Like a kind of just a, a mention of it. But yeah, like the fact that they weren't showing it, a t the Tito even asked one of the guys, I guess, one of the security guys after he left, he's like, did you know that was going to happen? The security guy was like, no. I don't know if he was lying or not, but the security guy said he didn't know it was going to happen. But just the way they did it, they, it was, it's one of the best like works I've ever seen. Like it was so well done the way they did it. Until... 
until RH's uh, Twitter kept uh, retweeting shit. Uh, did they? they, they like, dude, the, like the night of, they retweeted videos of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, all right. <laughs> well, I mean, by the time it was over, I'm like, okay. Like, because close to the end of the whole thing, like, Enzo's standing there and one of the Briscoes, and they're just like jaw jack. And they're just, you know, I'm like, okay. Like, they're clearly like trying to do something. So, like, by the time it was actually over, I, I knew it wasn't like, I knew it wasn't a shoot. Like, I knew it was a work, but like, it was just very well done. I, I mean, I feel like you also have to keep in mind, like, it, it would just be like, if, if anyone's going to just like freelance and go like jump a show, it would just be one person. I, I can't imagine both. Cass and Enzo want to go do something yeah. stupid at the same time. I feel like Cass might have some more common sense not to do something stupid. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. That's I, a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. But, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, it definitely created some buzz. Like, everyone was still talking about it even in the next match. Like, people were still talking about it, like, trying to figure out if it was, like, real, what was going on. Dude, that pissed off the fucking New Japan podcast guys, guys I'm I sure follow. sure it did. They were like, oh, it's, everyone's talking about the, the end zone, whatever, but they should be paying attention to Zack Sabre Jr. and Tanahashi. It's like, yeah, I mean, they had a fucking good match, too. I mean, Yeah, it's not like everyone ignored it. Yeah. Well, that's a good lead into the Tanahashi versus Zack Sabre Jr. match for the the British Heavyweight Championship, right? Is that what it is? The British uh, Heavyweight Championship. I, I think it might be called the Rev Pro. Yeah, the Rev Pro belt. Well, I guess this belt didn't change hands. There you go. But all the New Japan ones did. Dude, what I find astonishing is that New Japan is looking to build. A larger Western following, correct? So they say. Or whatever we're considered. U.S. following. Why do you not have this U.S. title on your show, but you have the Rev Pro belt on your show? Yeah, I mean, I, I, well, here's the thing. Like, I don't, like... For me, I'm not like, man, we're in the U.S. I want to see the U.S. belt. I don't really care about it. Are you deleting all my stuff? That's how I do it. He seems so sad. Or he's so I always, sad. I always archive them. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's too late now. Yeah. This isn't the first time I deleted it. I was deleting it earlier, too. Yeah, I figured. You hear that? It's the sound of tears. Yeah. I think it's at the end there. Bro. All right. Yeah, it is. Okay, so uh, Taka showed up in uh, in us, in U.S. In the, in the U.S. Ta <laughs> Dude, Taka... Taka has not been in the U.S. in, like, years. Really? Yeah. He's a WrestleCon as well. This is supposedly a big deal. Oh. I don't know. Uh, so let's start to the match. Tanahashi's arm is getting worked over by Sabre throughout the match. Uh, my sister's boyfriend asked if this was really wrestling because they weren't doing WWE moves. What a douche. No, I mean, you know, I, I was impressed by that because, you know what I mean? Like, like it, it's, it's, it's a well, like a wrestling wrestling match. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Like, there's a lot of the, uh, I don't know, fucking know what they call it. No, did, out here. Now, did he mean, like, amateur wrestling? He, yeah. Like. Yeah, he, he asked why they're not doing, like, 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 I don't know, like, WWE type moves. So I he mean, was asking if this was, like, real, he, real he, wrestling. He was impressed by it. He wasn't trying to be a dick. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tanahashi tries Zach's bridge pin with no success. Zaber takes the win when Saber. Verbally submits because of that arm. Of, of the arm. Of the arm. The arm that was being worked. Saber verbally submits him, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Zach retains. He is the Rev Pro Belt champion. So. <laughs> is that what it says? <laughs> no, just his Rev Pro Belt. It says he retains the Rev Pro Belt. Rev Pro Belt champion. <laughs> become the Rev Pro Belt champion, though. All right. Next up, we have Ibushi versus Naito for the Intercontinental Championship. This was a good match. Yes, it was. This was a really good yes. match. Ibushi and Naito are working each other on the outside of the ropes on the apron, and Ibushi pulls his Hurricanrana to the floor out of his fucking ass. I jumped out of my fucking seat. Dude, it was fucking insane. I don't know if you have a, a note about the tease, but... Uh, Maybe not. You Probably did. not. Yeah, I mean, it's close enough. I'll get to it when I get to that. Okay. Um, Naito does a Tornado DDT off the rope and plants Ibushi down head first. Goes for a pin. No good. Gloria looked like it should have broken Ibushi's back. <laughs> The dude in the pink hoodie makes faces oh, dude, every time the, the camera's in in him. The one where it looked like it was gonna break, like it really looked like his back should have like been fucked, like his spine should have like been broken after. The Gloria, it. yeah, dude, he really landed awkwardly. I'm like, oh, that. Well, it's a Bushi and Naito. They have to try and die. That's like their goal. <laughs> it really yeah. is. Um, the the dude in the pink hoodie makes faces every time the camera okay. is in him. This dude was at all in. I he wish did the he same would thing. Just go the fuck away, really. This dude was at all in, and he kept making, like, oh, come on, camera face every time, uh, like, the camera. I'm like, dude, you're fucking annoying. You kind of look like Jason S. Whenever I am in row A, seats 15 or 16, at the G1's climax, I'm going to take a sign that says, pink hoodies are gay. I'm, 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 pretty, I'm pretty sure he's the one who got hit with the ladder later, too. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you That's hear about good. that? I mean, I saw it. The dude got to get, like, backstage and meet a bunch of people afterwards. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Well, fuck him. Yeah. You should have got hit by a ladder, you dumb fuck. I know. I suck. <laughs> uh, okay, so they teased this early on where Abushi uh, uh, goes for that deadlift German on the apron. Yeah. They teased it early, and there's a lot of... They'll do it a lot of times where he teases it, and he ends up not doing it. I really liked how they teased it earlier, and then he ended up doing it, too, because or every time he goes for it, I'm like, oh, here we fucking go. Naito's going to die now. Great. So Bushi hits a deadlift German suplex from the middle rope and has a good false finish. There's a bunch of rolling pins and pile driver teases that looked rough, like they were going in different directions and kept fucking up because they were adjusting to each other. Ah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, whenever they... Yeah. 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 Uh, Naito, I mean, it, by the time the end of it came, though, that, that like move sequence, like I mean, I thought they recovered at the end pretty Dude, well and some, moved on. Sometimes when they do that, that there's quick pin exchanges, like... Like, 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 not them specifically. Like in wrestling at all. Like sometimes it looks like really, and like <laughs> it looks bad to me. Like, like when you're in the middle. Of like, like, like someone will roll up the, the the one guy, and then he'll roll up him in an exchange, and then it's like, like the the, yeah, the ref keeps counting one, two, one, two, one, two. I'm like, it, it looks stupid because I see the guy who was getting pinned, or the guy who was pinning, like give up on the pin before it, like. He he needs a I don't know it it doesn't flow well because the guy pinning him gives, gives up on up the to pin take a pin gives up yeah he's I mean he's just like he, he'll start moving into getting pin position before the like pin is even broken like give it time to breathe I think that's stupid when they exchange pins like that real quick I mean would it not be much of an issue if the guy doing the next pin looks like he's the one putting the force in the move yeah. Maybe, maybe that's the problem. I, most of the time it looks stupid to me. Yeah. It's very rare. I can't think of any times that come to mind where I, I've seen these quick exchanges with pins where I've been like, oh, 
cool. I'm into this right now. I they mean, sometimes they me sometimes they end though. What? There's been matches like I've noticed they've done a couple matches in the past few months where they'll end a match like that in New Japan. Like they'll do the back and forth moves, and then one of them they just get a pin, and then it's over. That's fine as as long as all the all the uh, the whole sequence like looks fluent and like it's not like they're jumping. So, yeah, this has never stood out to me. I've never had a problem with it. It was me. <laughs> it was me. It was me. I found it. I found that issue. <laughs> Speaking of pin issues, uh, did you hear Alvarez's rant about uh, um, uh, I think Corbin looking at looking at the uh. Oh, looking at the um, the ref. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you really want, dude. That, that's the first time. That's when I, I think that's when I texted him. I'm like, dude, these rants are great. Yeah, it's really funny. It's really funny. Uh, it made me more self-aware of people looking at the ref, though, because like it's it, it's a great point. If they look at the ref, then that means they are probably planning to kick out. Well, then okay, I you, pointed... you gave me a good explanation, but I mean, like. Well, no, that wasn't uh... me. Like I pointed that out to you like a long time ago on the show, and I think it was. Someone brought it up that we were watching and said that like, oh, he's looking at it so he can wait till the last second to kick out so he can like. It was Mara. Mara. Is, is that it. who it was? I have no idea. I think it was Jim Ross. I don't know. I think I was, it was on. A, I can't remember, but I remember someone actually like having these shoes. I'm like, okay, but it's like because they're giving themselves time to rest before. That, that is logical and does make sense, but Alvarez's point still stands where it's like I get that, but like they're only looking if they're gonna kick out. Yeah. So you know they're gonna kick out. Yeah. Even if there's a logical reason for it, it still spoils the fact that you know they're going to kick yeah, out there. I, I, that I watched after listening to that podcast. I watched the the I, what's that fucking NXT show called? Takeover. Oh, it's Takeover again. And dude, Gargano and Cole, neither of them looked at the ref one time, really? not once. They look dead every time. Dead. Nice. They're good at their jobs. Uh, dude, uh, I, I, I'm going to be extremely self-aware of this now. All right, Naito hits a Frankensteiner and Destino. This fucking pop from the false finish was insane. Yeah, dude, it really was. Like, okay, whenever he hit Destino, the pop was ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. And then when he kicked out... It was a double it pop, It was even dude. more ridiculous. It was so loud in person. It was crazy. It was, it was a great double pop. Um, Koda hits two bow my asses. Bomaes. Bomaes, but it's a big false finish. And Did it, it change and it, it to asses or no, something? No. Uh, and another false finish after a powerbomb. Kota hit Kamagoye to win by pin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dude, like, it, I didn't even, like, comprehend that there was even a belt involved with this, and I was still super into the match. And then as soon as they brought out the belt, I was like, oh, shit, this was for a belt. He, he He's the, uh, the IC champ, huh? Yeah. yeah, that's right. He is, isn't he? Yeah, Naito doesn't like to bring out that belt, so we kind of forget about no, it. No, he likes time. to drag it around because he doesn't respect it. Something he doesn't respect. He doesn't respect all of the belts. Too he just many doesn't. Of yeah, I mean, too many belts, which I agree with. All right, next up we have Taven, Skrull, and Lethal for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Taven has a vein that sticks out of his neck. What? <laughs> what? What are you talking uh, about? Taven has a vein and spectacular entrance different i was reading it wrong oh dude his, his entrance is great where did you get neck the ass neck yeah yeah dude you haven't the slightest idea who wins this the packages and the commentary while this started were so disorienting for my sense of booking in a great way taven not as much but he has this whole real champ story yeah. going on Alice is there so maybe marty gets it and gets challenged after ian talks about how loyal lethal is and all i can think is why not reward a guy who's been with you 
so long by giving him a big moment. It's a good point. Like there's 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 um uh cases that can be made for all three guys winning this really. Yeah. And they did a good job with the storytelling of it. Yeah. Um Skrull sits lethal up in a tree of woe and has lethal lethal's head stuck in a ladder, balanced on the ropes. He brings a chair over and beats the shut out of him. That was pretty crazy. Dude, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen that spot with the yeah, ladder. I haven't either. I haven't Dude, either. there's a lot of really cool ladder shit in this match. I can't see the belt. It's blending into a tunnel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Every time they would do that big over, like, like wide view shot, and I'm like, is is there even something they're going after? What the <laughs> fuck's going on? They're, they're reaching for the prestigious air. <laughs> yeah. uh, Lethal gets his head put back in there, and Taven delivers a PK to the ladder surrounding him. That was cool. Uh, Lethal has Marty in a figure four on the ladder, but has to break it because Taven is climbing up. There was a lot of, lot of shit I've never seen in a ladder match before in this match. A lot, yeah. a lot of very unique stuff. Um, Taven slides between the legs of Lethal for what I thought was a failed sunset, but he picks up Lethal and pile driver him through the ladder. Lethal set up earlier that was balanced on chairs. He power bond him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so he, like, him. I thought he was going to go for that, like, a, that, that sunset flip thing where he yeah, like, yeah, slides yeah. under the legs, pulls him down, power bond him, or, or, yeah, power bond him real quick. But, yeah, he came, uh, I don't know, it, it, it looked good. It definitely looked cool. It, I thought it was a fuck up and then it looked good. Um, let's see. Uh, Taven adds more heat. Yeah, because that was whenever they had that ladder set up out there yeah. for like a while and they went back to it later. Yeah, I was, try- yeah. I was trying to remember. Yeah. I'm still trying uh, to remember, to be honest. I remembered it as, at, at the very end there. I, re- I remember it I, I, I don't remember like them walking, but I remember various things of the, of the I don't know. You remember things? I don't remember the motions, but I remember like the the, the impacts. If that makes sense. Uh, Taven adds more heat to himself Doesn't. by ruining <laughs> by ruining the fan favorite moves of Marty Skrull, the chicken wing, and breaking of the fingers. Yeah. Do you have a note in here about when he broke his fingers and climbing for the ladder? Mm, that was maybe. so cool. Um, so uh, both Taven and Marty are at the top of the ladder, and Skrull delivers a superplex from top of the ladder. Marty has chicken wing on top of the ladder with lethal. Same with breaking Taven's fingers, there. so each move gets an even better setup for them. Yeah, dude, when he was up there and he broke him and Taven was like, I want to grab the belt, but I can't. My fingers are broke. I was like, that's <laughs> so cool. It was so unique and smart. I loved it. Um, let's see. Let's swipe this down. Oh, is that how that works? Cool. Um, lethal, with his lethal combination into the, uh, into the let up the ladder, into let the ladder, into the let up ladder. Yeah. Set up ladder. Let's go set with set up ladder. ladder. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, no, that was right. It was set up, and he did the. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That makes sense. This... The ladder has fallen to an X shape when Skrull tried to use it. After throwing Lethal to the outside, he picks up Taven, drops him on both ladders. Interesting spot. I've never seen ladders do that. Neither have I. Lethal hit a fan with the X ladder. Luckily, it's the guy with the pink hood, so I'll live. <laughs> nice. Marty gets put through his own table with a spear by Taven. Jay Lethal does an elbow drop from what looked like he was a hundred feet in the air. I may be wrong in the height. I think you're pretty. You're closer than you think. <laughs> I think you're closer than you think. Uh, it was a bigger bump than Owen Hart took. Matt Taven has a uh, purple fucking ladder, and his is bigger. Dude, I la- I, I thought it's the so same great. thing. I was like, it's bigger. Oh my god. Dude. It was it was a really cool visual him having a purple. In ladder. retrospect, as soon as the pur- purple ladder came out, I should have been like, he's winning. Yeah. Uh, Matt Taven just killed Jay Lethal. Matt Taven 
gets the belt and wins the Ring of Honor World Championship. What a fucking what a yeah. fucking match, dude. Yeah. I, I I really wish this was my favorite match of the night, but I really got pumped for the next match. Here's the thing, like this next match, like this is the most I've ever been invested in into a match ever in my life, I think. I'm not saying it's my favorite match of all time. Yeah. But like I I never thought this would ever happen. There were points where I was going like this. Dude. And I was like, people do that? I, I, I've i yeah. done that for several all Okada matches. Yeah, all like, Okada matches. Yeah, I couldn't believe I was in And it was towards the end whenever we wanted... Because, dude, it was literally me, Tito, the guy and his son were the only people like rooting for Jay White in our entire fucking section. Dude, we're I, the only ones and we're like cheering for Jay White when something happens everyone else is like booing him. Oh, my dude, God. I was so into every, it. Every, uh, everybody in the, in the, uh, the crowd was... Uh, what J- or the 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 black dude from the Undertaker? Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, how yeah. everyone in the crowd was. They were all the black dude from the Undertaker thing. You know what I'm I know exactly what you mean. The, uh, all right, Undertaker losing his streak. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was when he lost his streak at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw a video of Brock and. Do you see, ever see that video of Brock and Heyman backstage like immediately after it happened, like in gorilla position? Dude, they're watching. They're wa- watching um, Undertaker's reaction out there and like Heyman has like his hands over his face like he's so upset that they were the ones that just did that really yeah and Bro- ever seen Brock, that. Brock has this like real like shaking his head like disappointed look on his face like he's like like didn't want to do it that's really cool yeah like I didn't think Brock cared I, 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 I kind of have a different opinion Brock Lesnar what a guy what a guy yeah okay Okada versus Jay White for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship Lesnar and White got booze. They sure did. Yeah, Lesnar definitely got booze when they showed him <laughs> on that screen. Yeah. Uh, Jay White comes out in all white it looking back, like a... What? It came back around. Lesnar just came up. And that's why you said it. It, it wasn't. It, it was No, it was. It was because of the Undertaker. Thing. No, that's why you said it. It led into that. That's why you said it. You're smart. Jay White comes out in all white looking like a total badass and a true fucking Hollywood villain. He did look really cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, slow start. White working the leg here and there. Okada throws Jay into the crowd. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. And goes to do a drape DDT. But Gato comes up to them, gets himself tossed out the butt, tossed out the, the barrier as well. Tossed over the barrier. Yeah, 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 yeah. That happened. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, Okada follows up with a dive into them over the barrier. Meanwhile, there's a guy in a motorized chair right there. Dude, there's... He's literally right next to it, but is facing the wrong way and can't see. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> I, I noticed this. I'm like, oh my God, this thing is in the worst position ever. <laughs> We're going to look this up after. We're going to look this up after. He is so terrible. <laughs> I felt so bad. I'm uh, like, this guy, there's such cool shit happening right behind him. That's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Jay White gets the same dropkick from Akadi he gave to Ishii last week. Jay, oh, the one where he floats in the air? Yeah. 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 Jay White drops to the ground like he's tired to avoid the Rainmaker. I thought that was really cool. I really liked that. It was well done. Yeah. Was that the one where he, like, laughed afterwards because he just, like, fell down and he was just like, fuck you? Yeah. That was that was cool. Uh, White goes for Kiwi Crusher but can't complete it and settles for a snap Saito suplex onto the floor. After turning the ring, he connects with the Kiwi Crusher. How did I spell Saito? S i e e t o h. Where is it? Like a che- like a Cheeto. I kinda. put that there. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Are you proud of yourself? I, uh, dude, I, 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 
I must have heard not... you must have heard someone say snap cytus suplex. Yeah, instantly I, started putting it in I, there. I, if you said a snap cytus suplex to me right now, I'd be like, "What, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is that?" that? <laughs> I do know what it is. I wouldn't even imagine myself putting in that. The, the reason I know what a snap cytus suplex is, is because the snap cytus suplex is like. It really, I don't know. Like that move and just a simple back suplex are the same thing to me, and so is a backdrop driver. And I keep getting annoyed because I keep looking them up and they all look like they're the same thing, and it makes me mad. Yeah. It's, it's really annoying. But um, good job with the Saito suplex there. As I take my I note and wonder why I don't have anything, I realize how much of this is them just doing little shit to fuck with each other and are more strategical things than big spots. Save the big spots for the end. Double Rainmaker into a false finish. It's a huge crowd reaction. This is a six-hour show we're coming up on, and fans are losing their minds with excitement. That is so accurate. That place yeah. is going nuts Dude, for the end of this match. Imagine this going being, nuts. Imagine this being WWE, and you're at the six-hour mark. Like I, okay, I went to like three or four shows that weekend. Okay, and even wrestling shows that I was enjoying. There's a point, like after a few hours of sitting there, I'm like, I'm into this match. But I'm like, all right, I'm ready for the show to be over. Yeah. I'm sitting in this fucking seat with people right fucking next to me. My back hurts. I'm like, whatever, I want to be over. Dude, I'm like five hours in this show. I'm like, dude, I have no desire for this show to end. I this do. show is so fucking great. I was t- thoroughly enjoying it. I was loving everything about dude, it. I started, <laughs> I had such a like a, a, a hankering for more wrestling that I just like I started binge watching everything I could find yeah. online. All right. Uh, when he hits two Rainmakers and went for a third, I'm like, it's over. Then Jay shows he's alive for a second, and Okada's like, not today, friend. Holy fucking <laughs> shit, what an ending. It was great. Dude, the end of that match, I was so into it. It was insane how into it I was. And then whenever Jay lost, I was just, like, so sad. I was like, no. Yeah. But my only, uh, The only thing that I think they did wrong about this whole show was not giving him that big, like, Paper like the the paper. Dude, I really and, wish we, we yeah, would have seen that. Yeah. We got fans so hyped. Yeah, like, I don't dude, know. Dude, I brought Okada bucks home. Okada bucks home for all my friends. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Gable. Like Gable. I brought you. A, I brought you a promo instead. Yeah, it was cool. It was so cool. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I was I was looking up for. I was like, is there like a thing up there that's gonna blow up and papers gonna come out? I kept looking for it up there and I couldn't see anything. And I was like, oh, whatever. But, uh, but the show was amazing. It was an amazing show. Loved it. Dude, imagine sitting six hours at WrestleMania, and you're hitting the six-hour mark, and <laughs> Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, and Becky Lynch come out. What, what, how, how are you going to feel at that point? Gable, yeah, do you realize that the six-hour mark, there was still an hour and a half of the show left, <laughs> and they weren't even close to coming out yet? Uh, it was 11 o'clock at the six-hour mark for WrestleMania. It went until 12.30 in the morning. Okay, Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin come out. <laughs> Dude, it, Alvarez, I, I was listening to Alvarez. He was talking about how people were like sending him pictures of people sleeping next to them because they were just so tired. <laughs> did you, did, was I telling you about how like the, 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 the shit with Uber... Was, was this a show today? This uh, It might have been... A, I may have listened to this one already. He, might have. he was talking about whenever he left, and there was like thousands of people waiting for Ubers, yeah. and it was a disaster. Yeah, he he said it was uh, but there were there, were, because I I guess they were you could only get on. Yeah, I told you Uber. about that. You had oh, to you do it there. Yeah. yeah, okay, dude. And I guess the, I was listening. I think that the, the today the, the show on today they were talking about how like I guess the New Jersey transit system was fucking pissed. 
because WWE told him the show was going to be over at like 11. So they were, they planned for then, but then it didn't until like 1230 and like a lot of the buses and subways aren't running anymore. And it caused this big fucking issue because they weren't prepared for there to be that many people trying to leave that late. I guess the New Jersey transit system was mad because they didn't tell them the oh, truth. Oh, fuck them. Yeah. That's it. Dude. What are we doing next anyway? Um, <laughs> we'll do something someday. Hold on, let's see. One of these days. Too, I don't know man. what the fuck Ring of Honor is doing anymore. I really don't. I haven't checked their shit for a while. Let me see what New Japan. I'll pull I haven't Pull up New Japan schedule. There's got to be something coming up soon. I mean, the Super Juniors tournament start. Oh, they're doing that Dunkaku tour. Dunkoku. Dunkoku. Dunkaki. Yeah, they're doing that Dunkoku core. <laughs> Dunkoku Koku core tour. Uh, here's the schedule. It's the Dundoku. It's the Dundoku tour. It's Dundoku. Dantaku. It's the Dantaku tour. Um, April sixth. The G1 Supercard's next. All right, I can't wait for that shit. It's the Dantaku tour. I wore my shirt yesterday. I was so happy. I was like, look, everyone, look at my cool shirt. <laughs> look where I was. Don't just look. I was there. <laughs> Don't think about it. What is this? Dantaku. You're terrible at this. Just find the Dantaku. Wrestling Dantaku. Road to Wrestling Dantaku. There's not even any commentary. There's not even any English commentary. Why? Why are you doing this to me? You give me this. There's gotta be. We don't have any English commentary until April uh, 20th, dude. What is that? It's the uh, Sengoku Lord. Dude, it's Sengoku Lord in Nagoya. But then we have the actual Dentaku show. Road to Wrestling Dentaku. How many shows is that? There's a lot of shows coming up, bro. And this is another good reason for me to cancel my progress subscription. Yeah, yeah so we're going to come back with some wrestling soon. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, what's, well, let's see what Ring of Honor has coming up. ROH. Yeah. Schedule. Schedule. Show some love to the kitties. Schedule. Oh, uh, you referenced small rats. I did. You're so great. <laughs> You're so great. The ROH website confuses me sometimes. I don't mm -hmm. want my area. I just want all of it. You want me just to look it up for you because I'm better than you? Yeah. Hey, that's your fan. Upcoming events. Upcoming events. Steel City Excellence. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to that tomorrow, or Saturday. It's a TV taping. Masters of the Craft. Dude, uh, I think someone said the like the the original Sin Cara or whatever is going to be on that. Really? Is that is that the dude who got swapped out, who's masked? Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna be on that. I guess it's his first time wrestling in the U.S. for a while. Well, there's there, yeah, the there's, Crockett Cups coming up. Yeah, yeah there's Matt. There's Masters of Craft Watch. That's only one show. Crockett Cup. It has to be bracket, right? Yeah. Okay. Thank God. I can't. I can't do. I can't do a super type shit. And the next big thing is War of the Worlds, man. We, I don't think we're gonna cover Masters of the Crafts, are we? Yeah, maybe we'll see. Well, that's right around the... 